campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you quirky quails? Quails? Quails. Like quail quails. man, like Doug. Oh, Doug. I what, know! What good thing. Man, that was the golden age. Man, Doug. You had Doug, the Rugrats. What else was on Nickelodeon at that time? That wasn't like that. Was that that was a little bit prior to like the the cow and chicken like Dexter's Lab and like yeah. My problem is I don't know what timeline everything is. I just know cartoons from like when I was a kid, but I still watch cartoons now. So yeah. it just kind of like all melts together for me. Yeah, but yeah. That's I mean, there's era. some great there's some great animated stuff these days. You know, absolutely. There's still good stuff. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, but folks, we are back with another Campfire Tales. This is one of our favorite things to do. We love taking viewer submitted stories from you and reading them and having you investigate them with us as well. Yeah, the great thing about these Campfire stories is it just kind of adds to like the plethora of like sightings and experiences that people have had all over the world. And, you know, we have people, I, mean, I was literally looking, I just, just real quick, I was looking at our dashboard and like to see how many countries were listened in is just like unreal to us. So like the fact that we're like, we have people in like fucking Japan and Saudi Arabia and, and Norway, that, that is incredible to me. And it's just so cool that we have people from all over listening to our stories. So it's just like hearing stories from all over the world has just been like a blessing to be able to talk to people and, um, and, and share these experiences. So thank you all for one listening and two, you know, being kind enough to share your experiences with us because, you know, it makes our day. It makes our day. It absolutely does. Um, well, with that being said, I think we should get into our first story. Okay, so this first story comes from Bilal, and they say, I was with a friend in a university, and we sat down watching funny videos on his laptop. There was only one way in and out of the room we were in, which was through two doors, one on an automatic door and another on a large wooden door, and we were sat pretty much beside it. The only places to go were the lecture hall and the ladies' and men's toilets. When the doors opened, they were loud and were right next to us, so we would have heard them open. Anyways, this man walks in, a big man, and walks right past us to go into the men's bathroom, only he never comes back out. We were sat there for about 20 minutes, and me and my friend both realized he didn't exit. So I entered the bathroom, both cubicle doors were wide open, and there was nowhere he could have gone. If he had walked past us, we would have definitely seen or heard him, and we both did not. There was nowhere else for him to go, and I, there was nowhere else for him to go, and we never saw him again. Maybe we both just completely missed him, but I highly doubt it. We checked the lecture hall, and we had no reason to believe that he would go into the women's toilets and not come out, so he seemingly vanished into thin air. Uh, so this is, like, basically saying that the, the doors made enough noise where they would have noticed somebody coming through, and they... I, I don't know if anybody else in your friend group was there and able to see this person. I know it was just the two of you, but I wonder if anybody else saw this person. Um, I'm guessing they didn't go through windows based on all of the stuff you're saying. That reminds me of uh, there's a there's a, a a legend I wouldn't say a legend but an unsolved crime here in Columbus Ohio where this guy walks into uh, I think it was like the Ugly Tuna Bar what a name and it's downtown in Columbus I know I know it's it's down kind of like by Ohio State University and basically this this uh, place was getting renovations so there was only one way in and one way out and I'm pretty sure they have everything on camera too but apparently this guy walked into the bar. And was never seen again. And people say that there's like all these conspiracies that one, the guy was like in with the mafia and like they like killed him. And like one, they think that he's like 
basically built into this place, like, because there was construction, or two, that someone killed him and cut him up and then walked out with him in a bag. Um, because this is still, like, an un- like a, I'll, I'll have to find, like, the actual story. And if, I, if I'm missing some of that, like, key, this is just off the top of my head, so I'm sorry if I'm, like, missing anything. But that that's, like, still, like, an unsolved crime. So that that's uh, that's very crazy that that happened. The second story happened to my mother when she was a child. She used to have a neighbor who was an older lady whom she was friendly with and would often go over and have tea and so on with her. My mom and her family came back from a week-long holiday, and as they were parking the car, she sees the old lady waving to her from the bedroom window, and so my mom waves back. After some time, they were talking to another neighbor who tells them that the woman had passed away two days ago. My mom, to this day, swears that she saw her in that window and have no reason to disbelieve her. So I guess they said that she died during the holiday but she saw her yeah when she came back uh that's yeah i mean well maybe like i would say that that's like a pleasant experience though because mm -hmm. like the old lady was obviously like in my opinion was like happy yeah you know she was waving you know yeah it wasn't like something scary Uh, but i feel like that happens a lot like seeing somebody that you didn't realize was dead like is a very common thing that pops up in these kind of stories yeah i couldn't imagine but yeah Uh, This one comes from Mikey. Uh, They say, I have a short and sweet, unexplainable story. So I was probably around six or seven at home with my older sister and her friends when the front door of our apartment opened and we saw a man with a knife run in. And I remember everyone screaming and the guy running toward one of the bedrooms and the door slamming closed. My sister and her friends quickly locked the door from the outside. Uh, They had one of those old doors with a skeleton uh, skeleton key that you could remove. And they wedged a chair under the knob so he couldn't get out. Now, this was in the 90s, so getting a hold of our parent wasn't something that we could do at a moment's notice. So I remember everyone just sitting across from the door with knives and bats, seeing the door j- uh, doorknob jiggle every so often, waiting for our parents to come home. Once they did, we told them what had happened and that we locked the guy in the room. My father then takes the key, moves the chair, and opens the door, uh, bat in hand, to an empty room with no one under the bed or in the closet. I have no idea what we all saw that night. Thinking about now as an adult, I've tried thinking of any possible escape route for him, but can't since the only way out besides the door was the window, and we had a child safely lock and bars on the window. So. I guess my question for Mikey is, uh, older sister friends, how many friends were there? Because that, that's crazy if, like, multiple people... Like we're talking like five people see, I mean, not, I mean, it's crazy that one person saw it, but five people like my y- thing is y- like, do we believe this is a true crime story? Like, like somebody broke into the house or do we think this is like a ghost? Well, I mean, it could have been a meth head. It could have been, uh, I mean, if you were talking X-Files, it could have been what's his name? Tombs who can like shift his body to get in and out of vents because he has like some kind of like gene where he can alter his, his bone structure. You know? I mean, honestly, it's it's they're just like running through the house, right? And and we don't know when they were six or seven. We don't know what time period this is. Yeah. Like, obviously, like the eighties was a very different time where people would leave their doors right. more open, like stuff yes. like that. So, yes. um, oh, actually, this is the nineties. So, getting a hold of everybody was even then the nineties. Yeah, yes. yeah. Everybody, yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of feel like with social media, people became like aware of everything mm-hmm. that's going on. So 100%. they were like, I'm locking my doors. So now. I'm, I'm curious as if this was somebody who broke in, or if this is more of like a ghost tale. And then if it's a ghost tale, like what did they want? I mean, Mikey, that's my question to you, I guess. Do you feel like it's more of true crime or do you think it was more of a ghost that you you experienced? Because I guess that's my question for you, Mike. Um, You know, did you feel like, I mean, obviously it wasn't recurring, but I mean, was there a history in the house maybe? Was Mm -hmm. there, you know, 
So I guess uh, get back to us on that, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey, we're definitely interested in hearing more about this. Yeah. Um, I added a story from Michael, so I'm going to read that, and then you could read Kyle. That way yeah, it's a little bit that's easier. That's perfect. Yeah. So this story comes from Michael A., and Michael says, uh, I have a ghost phone call story that happened to my dad, his coworker, and his coworker's wife about eight or nine years ago. My dad was a maintenance man for a while here in Indiana. One day they were both doing a routine check of a vacant apartment. Uh, the coworker in the kitchen and my dad were in the living room. Sorry, my, the coworker was in the kitchen. My dad was in the living room. When my dad gets a call from the coworker and my dad yells, Hey, why the hell are you calling me if you're standing right there? His coworker says, I'm not calling you. My cell phone is off and sitting on the table. So my dad answered it and it gets static and they just kind of laugh it off. But the strange part about it is his coworker's wife calls him shortly after and says, hey, I got a call from you and can hear you. My dad's entire conversation. Years later, my dad and I watched an episode of Destination Fear. I'm not sure which one off the top of my head, but the two cast members have almost the same exact thing that happened to them. So that's a... an interesting one. So he said that he was receiving a phone call from the coworker, even though the coworker said yeah. the phone was off and sitting on the table, and the coworker was like right next to them. And then mm-hmm. the dad answers it, is laughing about it being weird and having a conversation, and the coworker's wife said that he could hear she could hear the whole conversation as if she got a call from his phone. Like he was butt dialing her. Yeah. yeah, but it was the dad, like the dad's wife. That's not him. It's the coworker's wife. So oh. why does the coworker hear him on his phone? How does that happen? Yeah. See, I I've actually had an experience where a place I used to live at when I was I think in high school or maybe it was between college and high school, but um, one of the guys I was dating actually received a call while I was in the shower and at home alone. He received a call from our landline, and after I was like. No, I didn't call you. Why would I call you from the landline? Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. But yeah, so like, and that house, I, I to this day, this, that's the house that my little sister, when she was like four, mm-hmm. she literally looked at us and was like, I just saw someone jump into the pond. Yes. And not come up. And we were like, what the fuck? That house is super haunted. I think yeah. there's a lot of weird occurrences with phone calls with people who um, have rec- received calls from people who are dead, received calls yeah. from people who again or in the same room as them so like stuff like that is very interesting to me i wonder um i know it was staticky and bizarre but i wonder if it was also staticky for her or if she heard things clear cut like i'm very interested yeah you know that's just one of those things where if you truly believe that you know we as humans give off energy and our energy can never die like our energy can just manipulate into other forms you know Mm -hmm. so i wonder if that's one of those things where you know the energy is just um you know, uh, moving that device or causing that to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Uh, so the next, uh, story was submitted by Kyle. So thank you so much. Uh, these stories are not his own. He says, uh, it's my wife's that happened at a house I was living at when we were dating. The house had an in-law suite where I was staying. I was living with my grandma in the house that my grandpa built, helping to take care of her after my grandpa had passed away. My now wife was staying at the, uh, My now wife was staying the night and she was laying in my bedroom on the bed playing on her phone. Facing the doorway, she looked up and saw a head floating a little over halfway up the door, peeking in as if they were leaning over to look at her. As soon as she saw it, she screamed and darted away. She came out running to my living room and asked if I was just looking at her, but I had been sitting on the couch watching TV the whole time. Creepy. 
So basically, they were staying in the in-law suite, and she looked up, and she saw, uh, like, a floating head peeking in at her. And she ran out to basically make sure if it was Kyle, and he was like, nah, I'm just chilling. <laughs> no, <laughs> so is this you. ghost, apparently. Yeah, no, that's an interesting story. Yeah, I wonder if that, I wonder what the, if the in-law suite was built, like, I wonder if that's some, like, poltergeist shit right there, you know? Maybe, might be something weird. Mm. Um, I found another story that's not on this list, so I'm going to read it just to make it easier. Yeah. This one I think you might like. Um, I sneeze. (coughs) Bless you. Thank you. I knew it was coming. All right. So this story comes from Josh. Josh says, Josh says, (laughs) tongue twister. Josh, Josh says, why am I saying it like Josh Whedon? Josh. (laughs) And he says, I have a possible odd experience to share with you. Only thing I've, the only thing in my life I haven't been able to explain. I live in the UK in England. This happened about seven years ago, but I remember it clearly. In 2015, me and my friend were driving back to our town from a cinema about 30 minutes away at 1130 at night. We had just left from seeing Jurassic World and we were driving down the stretch of road that takes you towards a tunnel that passes under a river. Now at this time of night the road and tr- sorry. At this time of night the road and tunnel are not as busy as the daytime, but it was a Friday night and therefore there was still some traffic. During the day I pointed out to my friend how quiet the road was and we were the only car which was strange but not that weird on its own. Then I spotted some kind of object behind the tree line on the side of the road off the ground, but low enough to be mainly covered by trees. I pointed out to my friend and he obviously was focusing on the road he was driving. So gave a split second glance. So he quickly looked at that. As we approached the tunnel, still not a single car. We drive through this tunnel, which without traffic is maybe a 90 second drive. We get to the other side and a little over an hour had passed. Our phones and car clock said the time. When we got home, my mother asked what took us so long and I explained what happened, but she just thought we stayed out for like McDonald's or something. I don't know what happened that night, but yeah, love the show and glad to be a new listener. So this part makes me think of X-Files. You know, when they talk about how like in a certain amount of time, changes and then they get abducted and something like this happens he's basically saying that it takes 90 seconds to go through the tunnel without traffic they were the only ones on the road at this time and it took them an hour to get through the other side good thing you were holding your breath you know what i mean you know how you hold your breath for like good luck well what i'm saying too is like what what could that possibly be my dude, like, you just other went to than, a wormhole. <laughs> yeah, and other than just being like, like uh, passed out by something, which they probably would have gotten to an accident. Like, how does that abducted? much time pass? That's what I'm thinking. Like, it sounds yeah. like an abduction story to me. It sounds like a like wormhole that's lost really full, time. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, and then he also said that they saw something in the trees earlier. So, do you think that could have been a specific cryptid other than an alien? Listen, I remember seeing a video of some kind of cryptid because I was like, when I was doing my research on Bigfoot, I'm always like, okay, well, is this logical to be it? over here there is like some weird cryptid i did see a video of that was like uh videoed actually because a lot of england is like cctv a lot of a lot that's the great Mm -hmm. thing about it uh so you get a lot on camera but i'll have to try to find it but it was like this weird like almost like werewolf type of dog man type thing so i don't know i mean here's the thing i feel like there's got to be there's got to be more weird shit in england and and we have a lot of of you wonderful listeners in the uk so um First off, thank you because I probably sound like a fucking total hick. 
<laughs> like <laughs> so precious and prim and proper over there and here's me sounding like a fucking <laughs> hick it's fine it's fine i'm okay like this is just how i sound <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> But yeah, so I would love to hear from more people in the UK because um, I know there's like a lot of UFO sightings. And I, I remember there was actually a really good one that that happened over in the UK uh, where people had seen like some things. So I would I would love for more people to, to let us know. Well, also, too, you you have your like we've talked about before, you've had like a spooky experience there. So I feel like it's just super yeah. haunted and we hear more about hauntings than we do about cryptids and stuff. So yeah. that'd be really cool to hear more about it other than like the werewolf. Yeah. The traditional werewolf. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I mean, who's to say that, like, um, I mean, there's there's like a an anomaly where a, I think like a goat or a lamb was born. And it was like walking like bipedal. It was like standing up. So like, who's to say? Who's mm. to say a werewolf that like is true. all this like nuclear radioactive shit hasn't like morphed, you know? Why not? I feel like that's believable. There's also like we I think a whole episode on werewolves would yes. be really cool. But I don't know if there's enough like um, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong because you do a lot of cryptic research. But have you seen a lot of stories of things other than people thinking it's something and it's like. a dog Yeah. A so actually this is the crazy thing is um, there was actually someone who submitted a story about the Michigan dog man on our subreddit mm, yes, yes and yes. for those mm-hmm. that aren't aware uh, we talked about the Rougarou a little bit on um I, what was a uh, one of our uh, swamp episodes uh but basically mm-hmm. it's the the dog man is basically like a werewolf that's kind of seen in the midwest and uh while i was doing some research in cryptids in ohio there was actually a sighting in defiance which isn't too far from where i uh from where i grew up but um basically in the 70s it's called the werewolf of defiance and it's basically where numerous people around defiance and defiance is probably about i'd say like forty thousand people big it's like it's like it's got like a defiance college like it's got like um it's like a decent size like smaller big city you know but you've got numerous people who saw this um like almost werewolf like creature um so that's kind of like um kind of like the story that goes along with the dog man you know you've got these sightings in michigan and for those who aren't aware michigan is a shithole in the lower part of the state but the upper michigan is literally one of the most beautiful parts of the united states and i will i will literally fight on this hill like if you've never been to northern michigan it is absolutely breathtaking and just beautiful it is literally it, it just makes you proud to be on earth um but there's a lot of forests and stuff, and a lot of people who think, you know, when they're thinking Ohio, Michigan, they don't realize that a lot of it is forested, um, and there's lots of caves. I mean, you know, you had glaciers that came through here, you know, thousands of years ago that carved the way. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of werewolf sightings in the Midwest, which is kind of crazy. But I definitely think we should do a whole episode, whether it be like, you know, just the the like canthropy as like, you know. As, as being you know a reason maybe people you know basically back in the day if someone suffered from lycanthropy and they you know had all this excess hair of course you know people are gonna be like oh my god mm-hmm. that person you know so. yeah no that's i love that we had a little oh sorry yeah i just got really excited because like i i love learning about all these and to me it's just like i'd rather be of the mind that you know why not than be like absolutely no that couldn't exist because it's like who knows man this universe is crazy So Kyle from earlier also submitted another story, and uh, this one's a quick little one, and it says, the next story is when uh, she was taking a shower. I'm assuming Kyle's wife was taking a shower, and uh, Kyle was outside with a dog and smoking a cigarette. While she was taking a shower, she saw a person walk right by her in the shower curtain towards the toilet. She thought it was me, so she 
was talking, and when I didn't respond, she looked out the shower and did not see me sitting there. She jumped out of the shower, grabbed a towel, and opened the door and asked me if I was just in the bathroom. She knew logically when I was outside, there was no way it could have been me. Um, so I wonder if, if that happened, like, cause she saw someone peeking around. I wonder if her sitting in the shower, if she saw the same, you know, saw the same thing. So I kind of wonder if Kyle, my question for you is, were these experiences in the same place, um, the same area of the house? Because that might explain, you know, you might want to look into, you know, one, the history of the land, you know, and see if, you know, anything happened there. But two, you know, if they're in the same area, maybe it's just someone who wants to talk, you know? I think it's so funny, too. You know, I, I kind of think it's so funny, too, when people have these experiences. We always assume it's, like, something bad, right? Like, it's a bad energy. But at the end of the day, it's just another human, you know? Maybe they just maybe they just want, you know, to feel, you know, there. There's always that, like, concept, too, of, like, unfinished business that yeah. gets talked about. So it's it's possible that maybe they have some stuff there, you know what I yeah. mean, that they, they need to work on. So super interesting. Love that. Love that. I haven't, like had any weird like ghost occurrences um which is cool in my new apartment but like definitely growing up we've talked about how like both of our houses were um pretty haunted and before we get into like movies and cool portions today uh if y'all are listening and you have not watched our mansfield reformatory ghost video please check it out that was one of the most haunted places i think we've ever been yes yeah individually for sure yeah, because we've been to New Orleans. We, we've, you know, we've experienced some some really cool shit. But I'm telling you, Mansfield, that on its own was, it's, it's it, I mean, we, uh, you'll, you'll hear it in the video where we talk, but we experienced like phantom smells where we were walking above the, the cell of the poor inmate who doused himself and, um, you know, and, and lit himself on fire. And we were walking above it, not knowing, and it smelled like something was burning. And this is a place that doesn't have heating. It doesn't have anything that would have smelled like that. Nothing was like burning on the inside. It just smelled like, like literally yeah. burnt something like yeah. rubber. We also, uh, it was super bizarre. And the fact is like, I smelt it and didn't say anything. And then like your sister said it and I was like, okay, so I'm not just yeah. thinking that. And it was like isolated too. It wasn't like the entire area in the cell block mm-hmm. smelled like that. It's it was that just like, yeah, it was like, it lasted like three cells maybe. And then we were just all like, what the fuck? But, and even when we went into the cell and you were talking about him, you, the reader yes. was going insane, like insanely loud, which was like pretty wild. So there's lots of cool clips. We got a, a audio clip that we believe is a ghost because we don't know where else it could have possibly came from. And, you know, Erica and I are very like, let's find the source yes. if we can, because we don't want to just misinform people. Well, yeah. Um, well, like, yeah, because they were like, th- well, there could be raccoons in here. So if you hear something, it, it could have been, it, there, we saw a cat. Like, uh, you, you know, yeah. so it's like, but like literally where, where she said we, we heard something say something, like there's no way a raccoon is going to say, I know, you know? Yeah. And that's literally what we heard. We were, we were conversing about how we wish that, you know, there was more information on the inmates and people who had passed away in there. And as we're saying that we picked up a reading where it literally is someone whispering, I know. And, and it, it it's, it's to me, it's one of the weirdest things that I, I think that we've ever experienced. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would, uh, I would love to go back though. Such an experience. Absolutely. Now we're like seasoned ghost hunters. <laughs> That's us. That's our new career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Off to the next crazy place, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So um, when we were talking about the UK earlier, this reminded me of a show I watched, and it was a BBC show. It was called Requiem. 
Requiem. Like, it's hard to say. Um, They put it on Netflix. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it's about a woman. uh, She's a musician, and her mother commits suicide, and she goes through all of her belongings and comes across this box where there's a bunch of um, newspaper clippings about a disappearance of a young girl from a small Welsh village yeah and uh over 20 years ago so she goes to kind of like figure out why her mom has all these clippings and information about this girl and uh finds out like lots of spooky information but I don't know how to talk about the show without it go like giving it away away. (laughs) but it's really creepy and I thought it could have been extended to more episodes or even in another season even though it ended kind of weird it's a really good show um it's very unique it's it's like psychological horror almost and yeah it was it was really interesting so that's what I would recommend because we were talking about the UK and it made me think about that I love that I love that yeah, yeah, there's so many good, like, creepy shows out, and it's, like, I, but the problem is, you know, <clears throat> I've been trying to watch all these movies with my sister, because she's never seen, like, half of these movies, so she watched The Shining for the first time, The Witch for the first time, and mm-hmm. trying to go through and find, like, good scary movies with ghosts, if you really look at the list, there's really not that many. Yeah. There's, like, House on Haunted Hill, The Haunting, you know, obviously The Conjurings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, man, I'm telling you, I think there needs to be more ghost movies. Straight up. There should. 13 Ghosts all the way. Oh, I we watched that one. I was like Matthew Lillard's, and that was what we have to watch. She's like, I love him. <laughs> yeah, it's a good oh, one. Oh, it's so good. I love that just because it's just – it was such an interesting, like, story. I loved I loved the idea of the glass house, the, the fucking – the pictures and, and the actual ghosts that they picked for all the ghost characters were sick. Like, I don't know. It's like yeah. Dead by Daylight. Like <laughs> – and i'm trying to think of ones because i feel like every time i'm like it's a ghost it's like a demon i'm like poltergeist yeah yeah uh you know amityville um, demon yeah yeah insidious demon yeah so sinister i feel (laughs) yeah it's all you know we got casper like even the conjuring they're all demons like it's not just like i i do love casper though oh devin sawa oh bless his heart yeah there's a lot of that so um trying to think of like i know we we usually talk about current topics but um there's like some good shows i just want to throw out there so i think we've talked about black spot on here before i don't know if you've seen it it's on netflix um i believe it's two seasons it's like twin peaks meets mythology meets horror love that style it's a um small town where the crime rate is high and they send a detective to go there to kind of help out and like it's the police department is like four people and they have a pet guinea pig like it's literally so cute i love that and um the i think she's the sheriff or she's like the main character regardless each episode does its own um bit of crime so they like go to investigate something but it has an underlying story season where she has gone through this like traumatic event and um where she was it looks like she was bloody and lost in the woods yeah and so it keeps showing you flashbacks to like what this is but then it talks about like celtic stuff and it goes into mythology and it's like actual horror elements so that one's really good as well um if you're looking for something to watch it might be older but you know it's it's still quite good i I like that a lot i love that i loved archive 81 which was on netflix but um they canceled it dude i saw i literally i'm so mad because i was actually like this is actually really good it was actually like very interesting and it's spooky um and it's like a mystery um but basically for anybody who's i mean it sucks that it's not renewed but if you're looking for just something kind of creepy it's basically this guy uh repairs like film 
And uh, it's basically he's repairing this film and it's like uncovering the story of a girl who's kind of like uh, interviewing the people of like this mysterious building in New York City where it's like uh, the like people basically like caught on fire in the building and then now people live there and it's like weird culty shit mixed with like vampires mixed with demons mixed with like mystery. Uh, But yeah, they didn't. Of course, Netflix didn't fucking renew it. So now we'll never know. But yeah, Archive 81. I think think they're just like we love our... um, what's the term like the foreign ones are doing so good yeah yeah like dark did very good yeah. it was very high performing for them um the rain did pretty good that was like a sci-fi um one where like this rain happens and everybody on earth kind of perishes so people go into bunkers and oh. like places and waited it to go out yeah. and as long as you're not out in the rain you're able to survive but then there's like these almost like supernatural elements to it like that, that happen yeah yeah so it's like sci-fi kind of but horror um and it's like post-apocalyptic which is always good yeah we love that Mm -hmm. yeah i just feel like i i haven't watched too many like spooky spooky overly spooky things i watched like a couple documentaries but nothing like too crazy you know docs are always good i'll take a good doc oh yeah i got pbs now on my amazon prime and i am rolling the life of the beavers man i'm telling you the life of the beavers (laughs) listen i'm telling you there's a pbs documentary on beavers it'll change your life Love to <laughs> i have to remember what the name is like fabulous world of beavers or something it's great anyways but yeah beavers are amazing so if you have not checked out our subreddit we are pumped we have over 300 of you in there and it has been amazing uh make sure to check out our reddit it's just camp crypto podcast on there just like all of our other social media too um, but make sure to, you know, if you want to share any artwork stories, any cool, weird conspiracy theory, you know, little articles, feel free to post in there. We love to see it. And if you're looking for all the different ways to check out Camp Cryptid, you go to campcryptidpodcast.com. On there, you can find all different ways to submit stories, just like uh, the ones you heard here today that we can read and review and kind of go over with you. And then you can go to that Reddit, like Erica said, and discuss these episodes, which is really fun. Uh, you yes. can also find all the different ways to listen to us and and you can find all the ways to support me and Erica across different social media platforms right on our website. Um, we are on tons of different ways to listen to us. Uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify both have different ways to uh, leave reviews. If you are excited about Camp Cryptid and you want to let us know how we're doing, please be sure to do so. And until next week, we are your camp counselors signing up.